You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. You know, we never realize here on the Paracast what sort of discussions are going to get a lot of comment. Now, when we post a thread or a topic in our forums under the question bank, we expect it's going to involve listeners asking questions of our guests. And sometimes it extends far beyond that, and people engage in a long-term discussion. And one example of that, of course, is none other than Walter Bosley, who has a lot of very interesting things to say. He's also a former AFOSI agent, former FBI counterintelligence specialist. So, as I said, he's got an interesting backstory there. But this particular topic, as some do, descended into some name-calling and other things. And that kind of has to stop. We see this happening every so often. When we bring on a guest with the best of intentions, and it's going to be a really fascinating episode today, but a few people get bent out of shape because of the presence of that guest. And we want to have a free-flowing discussion on our forums. And if you haven't visited our forums, go to forum.theparacast.com and check them out. But you've got to abide by the rules of decent behavior. We are, shall we say, benevolent dictators in the way we organize these forums. And we tolerate a lot, but sometimes enough is enough, to put it mildly. To put it mildly. Only mildly. So, for example, without mentioning names, one of our forum posters has been asked to take a permanent vacation. Ah, sounds like the name of uh, an Aerosmith album. If I listened to Aerosmith, I'd know that, but I don't. Well, anyway, I, you know, I, I mean, there are certain lines that the forum creates that are, you know, I mean, ad hominem attack, attacking, you know, the person as opposed to the subject matter, I guess, in a question thread, because we're going to have a guest, the person is the subject matter, but there are certain lines that, you know, you don't cross, like uh, accusing somebody of being complicit in the uh, unnatural death of another human being, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, when it gets down and dirty and and shrill um, in that sort of context, uh, you know, we have to crack the whip. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. Granted, Walter, you know, is an ex-government intelligence operative, um, but Having known the man for, what, 12, 13 years now, uh, I can say that, you know, you can call him whatever you want, but the guy's a nice guy, and, and you know, he seems to back up his his words and research with, with good, solid documentation, and and I really have a sense that, that Walter is not part of the, the problem. He's now graduated to be, you know, hopefully a participant in the solution. So, obviously, if you come out, state who you know who you've worked for in the past and it happens to be uh, government intelligence agencies obviously that's going to raise the eyebrows in the paranormal ufo community but i've never gotten a sense from walter that he has been doing anything that 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 smacks of pure disinformation i i, I really do have a sense the guy is who he claims to be numerous conversations i've had over the years i you know i think walter's walter's one of the good guys he's an asset for for our community and although you know once a spook always spooky is one of my axioms um you know you got to give a person a little bit of leeway and 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 base your impressions 
and base your emotional body on the subject matter and how it's handled. And Walter has been very out front about a lot of things. Uh, and, and, you know, he's very up front. And he says, well, you know, we're getting to a point where, you know, I, I really can't talk about it because I've, I've signed certain documents, blah, blah, blah. But at least he's honest enough to say that and not beat around the bush. So, you know, I think in light of um, his San Bernardino area research and uh, some of the the really thought-provoking uh, work that he's done with his last three, four books now, in light of that, uh, the San Bernardino attack that occurred and the subsequent uh, media digging after the fact is <laughs> definitely worthy of a conversation with a native. So, you know, Walter's going to be our guest today and uh, damn the torpedoes. We're, we're going to, you know, you know, put his feet to the fire and say, hey, oh, you know, Walter, what's up with this? <laughs> it's very interesting here to point out that a lot of really unusual speculation is happening with San Bernardino. One is from Alex Jones, who, by the way, is you know one of the major hosts on the GCN network. He's a big conspiracy theorist, as you know. 9-11 was some kind of government operation. A lot of these mass shootings are false flag operations, and that's what he's saying, I guess, about San Bernardino. I don't agree with Alex Jones about much. But we're going to ask Walter about synchronicity and how it relates to that. And, of course, we'll also talk about breakaway civilizations because he's got a book coming out real soon now on that subject. And by the way, speaking of synchronicity, Mike Cleland, who hasn't been on the Paracast for five or six years, came out with a new book called The Messengers. And I'm looking at a copy of the electronic version of it right now with the subtitle Owls, Synchronicity, and the UFO abductee. So Mike is ready to come on the show. He'll probably be on before the end of the year. We're running out of time to have shows. But I'm hoping that before the end of the year, we'll have Mike on to talk about this book because I've looked over it and it is fascinating. But again, synchronicity. Today we're talking about some of that with Walter Bosley and then about the same time we booked that episode, I got a copy of the ebook version of Mike's book. So I don't know how that stands with anything. It sounds synchronous to me. Or synchronistic. Synchronistic, okay. We'll put a stick in that. Synchronistic. That's how it works out. It also goes to show how insane our world is. I mean, you know, we think about our little paranormal corner of the universe. And then we're looking at TV and hearing people screaming and yelling about whether Muslims should be banned from the USA because a few of them are bad. I thought to myself, you know, okay, so we have the shootings in Charleston, South Carolina, and in Colorado recently involving Christians as the perpetrators. So should we ban Christians from this country? I mean, it's the same logic. I don't know. I don't want to get into politics. It's too <laughs> insane. I mean, it has reached a point now where we have a Supreme Court justice saying blacks are not smart enough to attend some of these schools and they're going into affirmative action. Clarence Thomas said that? No, Justice Scalia said that. Well, you know, they're butt buddies. I mean, what's up with that? I don't know if I want to go into what he just said, but, you know, it, we, we've got a crazy world out there. Everybody you hear on TV is insane. The stuff that used to be 
polite, the polite conversations we used to have, no longer occur. It has to be extreme. You know, I have an anecdote, or an antidote, I should say. I can use an antidote. Well, tell me about it. Don't watch broadcast television. Simple as that. I only watch entertainment on broadcast television. This way, I know it's not real. I know it's fake. I don't have to watch fiction. Wait a minute. Every time I go to your house, I hear Fox News blaring from the bedroom. What's up with that? You ask Barbara. Don't talk to me about it. I don't watch that. She got into that, and I think she believes some of the conspiracy theories, but she's such a great lady. She's a wonderful, beautiful person. Nobody's perfect. She puts up with me. Think about that. She's put up with me. Yeah, that's true. For Boy, you, you just said a mouthful. Almost 39 years now. Imagine that. Imagine anybody putting, look, Chris has known me for a few years. He barely puts up with me. Imagine somebody living in the same house. Well, Teddy Bear puts up with us for about, what, two and a half, three years now. He hasn't tried to escape. When I take him out, he's only too happy to pull himself on the leash to get back to the house. Or, Of course, you haven't seen our neighborhood. We've got Walter Bosley coming up in a moment with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Let's take a moment to mention Alternate Perceptions magazine. You know, it's been publishing since 1985, and it's been online since 2002. Each month, APmagazine.info brings new articles, interviews, and commentary on the worlds of mysteries, including UFOs, archaeological anomalies, ghost hunting, and news. It's edited by Brent Rains and Dr. Greg Little. And many of the top writers, such as Brad Steiger, are frequent contributors. That's apmagazine.info. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code Tech Night Owl for a special discount. Concerned about harmful contaminants in your water? Look to ProPure, the most trusted name in gravity water filtration systems. ProPure, with the silver-infused Pro1 G2.0 filter, removes over 200 contaminants, including VOCs, heavy metals, chloramines, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, fluorides, and radiologicals. We don't just say it, we back it up. The Pro1 G2.0 filter is NSF 42 certified and independently tested to meet NSF. SF-53 and P-231 standards. Pro-Pure Water, the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. Purchase with confidence in quality, performance, and customer service. Take advantage of our biggest holiday 25% off sale going on now. Visit your authorized Pro-Pure dealer or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Or call 800-544-3533. 800-544-3533. Bye. 
By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. A lot of people's lives and bodies are out of balance. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops optimize pH level and get rid of harmful waste and acid. Just a few drops in water restores vibrance and energy and gets you back in balance. Now order two bottles and get $10 off your order. Sign up for monthly auto shipping and save 25%. Call 800-518-7615 or visit alkavision.com. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at alkavision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Walter Bosley joins us this week for a fascinating, fascinating session. And as we mentioned in our previous segment of the Paracast, we have already had an extensive discussion about what might come from this episode. Some of it has nothing to do with anything other than some debates, but we have a lot of questions from listeners, more than we usually have, which means, of course, that we're going to have to speak fast. Yeah. Maybe like the guy who used to be on the Federal Express commercials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember him? And he would... Fastest speak- talker in the world. Right. He would speak a mile a minute. And you think maybe he still gets work talking about the terms and conditions from an online offer. So if there's a sale of a new car, all the terms Mm -hmm. and conditions would take about 10 minutes to read. So you get somebody like that to read them. He's probably no longer alive, the original guy. And then (laughs) if you look... probably trained everybody who does it. And you then look at the side effects of different medications, may cause death, may cause internal bleeding, may cause brain tumors or something. And then you see this smiling, happy person who is now cured because we fixed their arthritis or their emotional difficulties, but they could die. You know, it's like eating a chipotle or something like that, (laughs) where we assume it was just one of those things some people could get really sick. But now they're going to sue us, but we're just saying what's true. Now, Walter Bosley is a former 
AFOSI agent, former FBI counterintelligence specialist, for those who haven't heard of him before. Been on the show several times. We talk about things like synchronicity, about breakaway civilizations. And by the way, he's got a new book coming out real soon now called Origin, the 19th Century Emergence of the 20th Century Breakaway Civilizations, how that began. But I want to talk to you first about synchronicity, all right? Yeah. And one of the things you've raised relates to the synchronicity of the San Bernardino terrorist attack. Now, just to preface this, as I mentioned in our previous segment, Walter, we have at least one prominent conspiracy theory advocate, a talk show host named Alex Jones, who claims it's a false flag operation. We said that about some of these mass shootings, not just that one. What is your perception? How does synchronicity get involved in something of that sort? Yeah. Well, um, first of all, I do not think this uh, San Bernardino attack was a false flag attack. I don't think that at all. It, it was, it was a terrorist attack. And, um, I, I find that when synchronicity occurs with this kind of stuff, and particularly this situation, that it's it's just part of that that weirdness with synchronicity. It's part of the nature of it, what it is, or those meaningful coincidences that pop up in the numbers associated, like you know, with the victims, the number of victims with a number, you know, matches a number associated with something else. It's truly in that that. ethereal or mystical, I, I can't think of the right word right now, but um, it, it's just part of that fabric. We're getting into, you know, when I you're think talking the word about might be a cult. <laughs> a cult, yeah. You know, uh, a, a cult in the, in also the little O sense of the word, just meaning that secret fabric of, of space time and things that are. It, admittedly, when you get into this subject, you are getting into the, uh, the purple edges of twilight here on, on reality. So, you know, this is not like some hard line, you know, just simply political conspiracy thing. You're you're getting into the weirdness here. All right, let's go into more detail about this. And frankly, the news media has been filled with this for a couple of weeks. It's really a bad, terrible tragedy. Well, well, well hold on, hold on, but, Gene. Go ahead. Uh, uh, sure. There are some articles coming out that uh, witnesses are coming forward claiming that three white uh, males were involved in the shooting, not. Uh, not a couple, uh, a male and right. female. Right. I, what what sort of credence do you give this kind of revisionist, I don't know, sort of um, journalistic dane, oh. if you will? Oh, well, see, that's a different question. Um, well, I, I was addressing the subject of false flag a moment before. Now, when you get on how many guys there were, and I just want to say right up front that, um, and I, as I told you guys and, you, and, and we've agreed, I'm not going to go too deep into my synchronicities because, uh, you know, in all fairness, I, I canceled another show over the weekend because I just didn't feel right talking about this stuff so soon, you know, with people having died, you know, just a week ago and stuff. But, but this aspect... Um, I'm with you there. I listened to this live because I live right here when this is happening. I heard all this constantly, you know, three gunmen, three gunmen, three gunmen. And then 24 hours later, you know, we forgot about the three and it was just this couple. And here's what I think. Um, we all know, particularly, you know, um, investigators of strange phenomena, UFOs and stuff like that, how witnesses, sometimes their testimony isn't so great, you know, and, and under certain circumstances. And I'll tell you right now, in law enforcement investigations, you, you really learn the fact that sometimes witness testimony can be 
way off or just off enough that you can't take everything. I think on the issue that, you know, the three white males thing, I think what that was, was a case of, you know, anybody that's even halfway fair skinned, oh, that's a white male or a white person, you know, because they're fair skinned. And um, in the heat of the moment, blah, 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 so forth, I think the fact that they were identified as three white males might be kind of a, a, a false trail. However, the fact that there were three um, was, was wholly consistent throughout the whole day. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen the video that was shot on an iPhone out of um, one of the windows, either inside the building that was attacked or the building next door, but they showed this on the news. Um, I saw it where I saw the three guys three dressed in black or three people dressed in black because I do believe this couple was absolutely involved in this. They were, they were involved. They were, they were part of this. They participated. It, it's in kind of hard to argue with that when they uh, yeah. allegedly yeah, find yeah. pipe bombs and we can't argue that they were not involved. They were just a set up Patsy. That's ridiculous. But here's the thing. Yeah. I watched the video that, you know, they played where it showed three guys and actually uh, Chris and Jean, um, I recall on this video, it looked like there were five total. Now, I don't want to muddy the waters. I'm just saying what I saw on TV, that iPhone video, the definitely three guys, and I swear it looked like two guys behind them coming in. Now, I don't know if they mixed up these videos, and this was a video that once the SWAT and police started showing up, but it didn't look like that. It looked like they piled out of a, uh, a car, an SUV or something, and then we heard nothing more about that. What I think about that is this that the that there are other guys out there at large they might have captured one you know the third that they were talking about and turned him or they've got him in custody and this this mystery with how many guys there were i think might very well explain why the house was opened to the media two days later because that is an investigative tactic where you see who shows up at the scene of the crime and I think that's what the Bureau did. I think they opened up that apartment and they had their agents there watching to see if any of these accomplices at large would show up at the apartment to come try to get anything. Returning yeah. to the scene of the crime. Oh, boy. We've got Walter Bosley joining us talking about the mystery or the synchronicity of the San Bernardino shooting. More to come with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As the cold and flu season approaches, Silver Lungs is ready to help you and your family through the toughest of the year by supporting your immune system and overall health. From our best-selling colloidal silver generating system to our entire line of silver-based skin gels, nasal sprays, soaps, and silver solutions, Silver Solutions remain one of nature's most powerful and least expensive antibacterial agents. Now you can produce your own for pennies a day in the comfort of your home using the breakthrough technology of the Silver Lungs Generator. Learn more today at www.silverlungs.com. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. 
sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the Sacro Wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the Sacro Wedgie. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. My name is Bill Bonner, and I have an important message. Right now, the highest levels of government are struggling against an inevitable crisis, but they're about to lose control. When this happens, it will rip our country apart in ways you never imagined, from where we shop to the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. A few years ago, I warned that the housing prices would collapse. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash, and they did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. I've posted a free video at disappearingdollar.com. Maybe you'll disagree with my conclusions, but first, you need to watch this video and see the facts for yourself. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At contractorexam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, contractorexam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.contractorexam.com today. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I would be remiss in my duty not to tell you we have a second radio show to offer. It's called After the Paracast. It can be a wrap-up show. Sometimes we bring on our guests for further discussion, as we've done in the past with Walter. And if you want to get that show, you have to be a member of the Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. Modest monthly annual five-year lifetime subscription rate, free eBooks for long-term subscriptions. We've got 
a few show transcripts and Chris is busily editing a video down from 4K that will appear there soon. Plus.theparacast.com. Walter Bosley talking about synchronicity, the San Bernardino shooting. Chris, you had a question. I'm not sure if it's a question or not, but I was just going to point out why San Bernardino? Why that particular date? I mean, there's when you're talking about synchronicities, uh, you know, you can really go off in quite a number of, of directions. And I, I understand that you are not yet willing to do that. But it boggles my mind that this, of all places it should happen, would be your hometown. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, a little disconcerting, it, you know? And, yeah, and believe me. <laughs> Well, I guess my question would be, you mentioned the FBI. How soon did they get involved? What is the protocol now for the FBI's uh, involvement? How soon does it uh, leave the jurisdiction of, you know, local law enforcement and uh, and the feds called in? You know, in this case, they seem to be called in fairly fast. In today's environment, I would say that that has become even more standard operating procedure than when I was an agent in the 90s. And even then, we had, you know, federal agencies have a liaison relationship with the local law enforcement, especially in the case of the Bureau. They would have already a relationship established where when certain incidents, and this kind of incident, you know, would fit that criteria, uh, you know, a mass shooting, people dressed in black, that that one's kind of, in this case, you know, the no-brainer where whoever that liaison is, they call their FBI guy and say, hey, we have a situation. And yeah, the FBI comes in as soon as they can, their guy to observe. And once, uh, what it probably is, is a list of, an actual list of criteria that this shooting met. Now, I haven't been involved with that organization in years, so I wouldn't have access to that. I would I would only be guessing what that list of criteria is, but probably, you know, just some of the stuff I mentioned, a mass shooting, people dressed in black, obviously if they're shouting, you know, Allah Akbar, that kind of thing, you know, in the case of terrorism, well, there you go. That's something, you know, the Bureau's going to want to be interested in. I would say that they would definitely take over things the minute that they find evidence of um, any foreign contact, okay? You know, the foreign travel to certain nations of concern, any contact with organizations of concern like ISIS or Al-Qaeda or whatever. As soon as those kind of, yes, rather obvious things pop up, the Bureau's going to come in and say, okay, this is a national security issue. We're on this. Okay, well, I'm sure it has changed actually quite a bit since um, Mm -hmm. 9-11. I'm sure, you know, the rules of involvement have probably, uh, the criteria and and the rules uh, for the FBI's involvement have been have been modified uh, quite a bit. But, um, you know, why have you wondered to yourself why that particular target, why that particular date? And do you see this as a growing trend? It just seems to me that, you know, we're averaging more than one mass shooting a day this year in the United States. And and that's very troubling. I mean, we're up to over three, I think, 360 of these events in um, in 350 some odd days. And, and that's troubling. Where do you see this trend going? And where do you see the government's efforts to get ahead of this? Or can we? Well, what concerns me about it is, you're right, how many are, are, you know, how often this is happening. This is very weird. I agree. And what it does is it inspires you to wonder, is there someone or or something behind this? And yet you look at the cases and you say, well, how would this guy know that guy? Um, and then, you know, we all know the, the theories about, you know, various 
programs like Monarch and, and stuff like that, you can't help but wonder, you know, is there an agenda here to control guns? You know, so the, is somebody uh, making these things happen? What the heck is going on? I have I to say one thing before you go on. Obviously, that's a conspiracy theory that's ridiculous because with 360 mass shootings, we would have done something already if we were trying to do it. Exactly. I, I agree with you. If we we would have gotten to the gun control, you know, the lockdown on guns a long time ago. So there just seems to be something going on in the collective subconscious of American society right now that, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, it, it it's kind of creepy. Especially Again, when it occurs in a state that has some of the strictest gun control laws in the country and, and is probably the... Uh, I don't know, one of the cheerleaders for uh, expanded uh, control of arms, of firearms in the United States, uh, especially assault ban, uh, assault weapon bans. One thing just we, to mention we, here, also we, the fact is, yes, you could have stringent gun control laws in one state, but if the neighboring states have loose purchase requirements, what difference does it make? Right. People are going to get the guns. People are going to get the guns. But, you know, on the issue of why San Bernardino... I think on the practical nuts and bolts where the rubber meets the road level in this case, these people, they just happen to live here in this area. And, you know, people like this, they case, hey, where are the soft targets? You know, we really haven't done anything in California yet. You know, I'm, and that's as a California resident and somebody that's been in the national security counterterrorism business, I'm, I'm really surprised there hasn't been, you know, stuff happening in California yet. In my opinion, it's it's been kind of long overdue. Um, I, <laughs> well, okay, I'll, I'll take. I'm sorry, I took that wrong. <laughs> you would think that maybe somebody would go into Universal Studios or drive down Rodeo Drive or Disneyland or, or something. Or, you know, do I'll something tell you right now. Fun. When you can go to Disneyland right now, and and all they do is they check the ladies' purses, and you know, if a guy has you know like a rucksack or something, they just kind of look in there a little bit. That's it. They don't have metal detectors. You know, I hate to put it out there like that, but, you know, maybe if someone hears this, they'll they'll change the way they do things because, you know, that's a target that I'd worry about. But any target like that, you know, the synchronicitous stuff that, that I saw, it doesn't really have to do with why these people um, elected to do this here. The, the synchronicity stuff, it's in the background. It's almost like it's kind of preloaded for something to happen, and the thing that happened just happened to be what's reflective of our times, and that's terrorism. Um, and the synchronicity, the level that that's going on just takes advantage of whatever happens. It could have been anything, and whatever the fabric does that connects these things through these synchronicities, it does independently on its own. Would, hold on. What would you, first of all, define it. How are you going to come up with a Bill Clinton? It depends on which it you're talking about. <laughs> well, there you go. Defining the it <laughs> is the thing. Um, uh, it, it, I mean, it sounds a cult. It, it sounds a cult. It really does sound like oh, ritual, ritual sacrifice. Uh, you know, ritual well, uh, bloodletting. Yeah. Well, uh, it, the stuff I wrote about that happened in 1915, I, I'm convinced was indeed that. I think these seven people were ritual sacrifices. People who've read the books know that. Um, now here you have this event that, you know, has all these synchronicities and I, here's the thing. I put out a video there. I'll give you guys the link. I mean, cause it's out there. Um, but I'll, I'll give you guys the link and it, it lists all these synchronicities. 
that I have uh, put out there, and I list three possibilities. One of them is that this is just randomly how the fabric of space-time works with these numbers. The other one is that there is, uh, you know, it it that there is a a conscious thing out there, indescribable thing out there that connects these things. The third possibility that I list is that indeed there's, you know, some sinister hand behind all this um, nudging things to happen in a certain way under certain instructions to make sure that the synchronicities um, are there and are noticed. Let's do our break. Um, We have more to come with Walter Bosley. With Gene and with Chris, you're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Conspiracy Journal is your number one source for the hidden world of the weird and strange. We bring you thought-provoking and controversial material for free-thinking individuals who are seeking what is really going on in our world today. Some of this material may adversely affect you. Other pieces are meant to enlighten. Either way, be prepared to be intrigued by such things as the reality of UFOs, ghosts, strange creatures from time and space, hidden conspiracies, time travel, Nikola Tesla, suppressed technology, and a whole lot more. You can find out more by visiting our website at conspiracyjournal.com. There you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter sent directly to your email address. Find out what they don't want you to know. mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Hi, I'm Rick Osick with Famous Footwear. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies? That's why we support the March of Dimes in the fight against premature birth. Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment programs, and outreach to help moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Learn how you can help save babies' lives at marchofdimes.org. My dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. Did you know that home break-ins increase more than 100% during the holidays? It takes just 10 seconds for an intruder to kick in your door. But police response to a home alarm system is more than 20 minutes. And intruders are in and out of your home in 5 minutes. Thieves know that you're not home and have presents inside just waiting to be taken. 
And if you are home, how safe will you feel with an intruder lurking inside with your family? That's why police across the country are recommending you use door armor. Proven to withstand the force of a battering ram, door armor keeps intruders out. It's easy to install and barely visible, and your door armor is guaranteed for life. Go to invasionstopper.com for a very special buy one, get one at half off deal. These savings are for a limited time and only available to GCN listeners. Protect your valuables and loved ones this holiday season. Go to invasionstopper.com now. That's invasionstopper.com. Just recently, we've witnessed some of the most catastrophic disasters in history. Be sure to prepare yourself with great-tasting, high-quality, GMO-free food that has a 25-year shelf life. Of course, we're talking about the foods from survivalfoodalliance.com. And don't forget, the human body needs up to three quarts of water every day to remain healthy and hydrated. So check out our water bricks at survivalfoodalliance.com. Go to survivalfoodalliance.com or call 877-223-1776. Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. I don't know, folks. This is getting kind of crazy here. How about if I jump in here? Um, you know, I, I've been looking uh, online. Obviously, I monitor the web uh, every day. I'm very selective with uh, sources that I come across, but... There's been a, a, a story that's been burbling underneath the surface here this week um, having to do with the um, a passage of some sort of law or bill that allows the government to um, conduct staged um, events uh, in, our, in our society. And this would allow for, theoretically, for false flag type events and uh, managed events that – do not actually um, are not, are not ex- exactly what they appear to be, and uh, of course, you know, the subject of Sandy Hook has come up. Now, the subject of San Bernardino is coming up. But what do you know about the, um, I guess, legal ability for the U.S. government to actually um, create and perpetrate false flag events, uh, no matter how? sinister or how deadly they are or how innocuous they are. Uh, what do you know about this? And are you aware of, of this particular legislation that kind of secretly was passed a number of years ago? No. I, I, here, here's the thing that I have told, you know, some close associates that um, what I noticed, the weird thing that happened after 9-11 is there's um, a whole bunch of us guys who we're, um, you know, it was suddenly harder for us to find work, um, you know, in, in the post 9-11 world. I mean, I was working in a counterterrorism capacity um, in the year before 9-11 happened, and I continued to do it up until 2006. But uh, before I left that particular employment, um, I, you know, was aware of other guys who, you know, were in the national security world that I knew, guys I'd worked with, that had been kind of vocal about, you know, hey, something weird's been happening since 9-11, and that is, it's like they kind of wanted to just push out the old school and bring in the new school. And the the problem with that is you're getting rid, rid of your uh, base of knowledge, your experience, 
and it's like they wanted to bring in you know people with a new mindset now that's not to say there aren't people that you know weren't around when I was around that you know uh, that were around when I was around that aren't around now of course there are but there has been I've experienced it I, I know a lot of other guys who it's kind of like you know we're out so the things that have been happening to answer your question the things that have been happening legally and procedurally they're different than the way they used to be and when you're not in uh, certain circles you're not privy to you know certain you know legislative details or, or the way it works see there's when a law gets passed there's what you guys hear about publicly and then the way it gets applied to operational regulations those regulations the only people who have access to them are the people who need them that's the agents and such still active and working so they're the ones that they get to see all the nuts and bolts and the details of the regulations and they know you know the so-called what's going on someone like myself particularly when you're um you know, doing what I was doing out in the field, you're specifically aware of the rules that govern what you're doing, but you're away from, you know, the big organizations and the headquarters and stuff. So, you know, you, you don't have access to the, the whole thing. You're compartmentalized. And, you know, so I, I, wow, to comment on how they're doing and why, um, I have an understanding of why things get done that sometimes the public doesn't understand. And sometimes because it is compartmentalized, it does seem sinister or can be turned that way. But, you know, I just, it, I, it, it is kind of an odd era that uh, <laughs> even somebody with my experience, it's hard to comment on, honestly. Well, well let's put it this way. It's, there's uh, really no gray area between a sting and a false flag, you know, orchestrating and, uh, you know, managing a false flag event where people die or, 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 you know, horrific things occur. And so I'm, I'm going to be doing some digging my, myself uh, into this because I've, I haven't really had a chance to, I just encountered this particular article yesterday, but anyway, it's, it's just a heads up that there, there apparently is some sort of legislation that has been kind of quietly passed a number of years ago that would allow for, something like a San Bernardino attack or something like Sandy Hook or something like uh, being involved in in events, you know, locally here in the United States. Uh, you know, of course, we've always been able to, <laughs> uh, to a certain degree, uh, do these things, perpetrate these types of activities overseas. And, of course, we know our, our good friends, the Israelis, have been doing, uh, <laughs> you know, targeted assassinations and liquidations or whatever you want uh uh, for decades, but right. um, if this is true, and the United States legally has the ability to authorize deadly force uh, as a form of, of societal manipulation, I mean, th this is very disconcerting, and well, I, yeah. it's a very slippery road. If yeah, it's true. I, I'd like to see a copy of this uh, legislation because that's that that's shocking. My my view has been this: not that the uh, government, you know, any official entity in the official course of its duties you know, commits these atrocities. I, I would suspect that when you can connect this to somebody actively in the government, it's, um, it's, it's an independent act. It's, it's a, rogue. Oh, I hate it, to use this term, but yeah, it's a rogue element. It, it's guys who are just, yeah, because they've it, it gone just, off the deep end. It really, um, it would be very, very difficult for me to believe that, sanctioned events uh, that involve mass shootings, uh, that sort of thing, or sabotage, or, you know, you could come up with uh, any number of 
you know, of, of, you know, horrific scenarios, uh, it would, it would really be difficult for me to believe that the U S government would actually, uh, condone this and, and, and allow itself to legally do it, to give itself yeah. permission. So I think we both, uh, I would be very interested in what you come up with and I'll, I'll share any, uh, any information that I, I come up with too. I've got a couple of sources that I want to talk to about this as well. But um, the very fact, Walter, I mean, as soon as I heard the word San Bernardino, I, I immediately thought of you. <laughs> I, well, I, it, yeah, it, uh, you know, I, I was. If, if this happened in my town, I would really be upset, and and I would be all over it. I'd be, you know, exhausting all efforts to find out. Why did they come to my town? You know, what's up with this? And and then, you know, of course, uh, a number of the synchronicities that you've mentioned in 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 your um, you know your first response to to the event, um, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the video which I haven't seen yet. But I understand one of our posters at the forums really took exception to the spooky music uh, that he claimed was some sort of something nefarious, and really? how the music was uh, disconcerting. Really? Really? You know, I'd like to know who that uh, person is, because guess what? The video I posted is silent. There's no audio on it whatsoever. So it sounds like maybe somebody else took it and dramatized it. So uh, you might want to look into that. Yeah, if that person's listening, I did not put any spooky music. I canceled a show that I was asked to do on Sunday. Um, I was asked to do last week um, on Sunday. I canceled it because I felt like, you know what, I just still, I, I, I don't feel right getting out there. And, and in fact, the video is unlisted on YouTube. I have to send the link, or once you get the link, if you proliferate it, you know, that's beyond my control. But, you know, I put it out there because, as you said, when this happened, as soon as I started hearing the details, I, I was shocked because the synchronicity started popping up and they were so compelling that, you know, I, I was talking with um, a couple of associates of mine and they said, look, you know, get, get this, get this written down somehow and, and, and get it, you know, down where it, it just get it down. And so I did. And that's why the video, I do this weekly vid report thing for my readers. And, uh, th- this served as my weekly vid report that I was going to do anyway. And instead of doing the usual commentary, I just have the synchronicities identified on a black background, no sound at all. So I have not been I mean, I cancel an appearance, and that's why, out of respect to those guys, and Adam, if you're listening, you know, out of respect to those guys, because I canceled on them, that, that's another reason why I didn't want to, you know, that we're not going too deeply into those here, you know. But, um, you know, yeah, I, there's no music. I'm not turning this into a circus. But they are compelling. And I'll send you the link here in a couple of minutes, Chris, so that you can, you can see them. And okay. you're right, when this happened, you know, and I heard this was happening, and these things started popping up. Yeah, I, I mean, my gut told me, well, yeah, okay, I know why it happened here because, for some reason, whatever this thing is that that is connected with synchronicity, or maybe orchestrates events to make these things happen. Um, it was the hundredth anniversary of one of the murders of the victims from 1915. See. So and that's then, you know. that, that's the most uh, glaring one, uh, I must say. That one really, and it's it's double the number. I mean, there's there's a there's a bunch of stuff in there that <laughs> is yeah. really compelling. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. 
Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have Walter Bosley joining us on the Paracast this week. A reminder to please check plus.theparacast.com to subscribe to our premium package, get after the Paracast, the ad-free version of the show, and more. Now, let me ask you one question here, because we spent about a third of the show talking about San Bernardino, and I want to move on to some other subjects. Is there any way in advance, using this information, the synchronicity, to predict something like this ahead of time? Here's the thing about it, and I'm glad you asked that, because that's something that was discussed when I was writing the first Empire of the Wheel book, and I discussed it specifically with the Seshari, the, the author who um, has provided me with the so-called ley line maps, and also with Joseph Farrell and a couple of other people who I'm friends with, close associates. And we got into this, you know, that you quickly recognize a potential predictive quality with this kind of information. The problem with it is there's so many possibilities. How do you say this is going to happen there? It, could you predict? Yes, I think you could. It's non-actionable intelligence. Exactly. It's non-actionable. It, it, what, what you're more easily able to do is when something happens, like in the case of what happened last week here, you're, you're, it, these things just jump out and you go, oh, oh shoot, yeah, yeah, look, at, wow, there's that, there's that, there's that. Believe me, had I been able to predict 
anything, and something like this, I, I would have informed somebody at the risk of looking like a nut. But of course you would. I think any sane person would. But that's the sad thing about these things is whatever is out there that causes human evil to be perpetrated, you know, it holds the cards as to when and where 99% of the time. The rest of us are just in a reactive mode. Yeah. No Philip K. Dick novel uh, about pre-crime uh, and all this sort of thing. Right, right. But this is a good place to, I think, start to um, shift over to other subjects. And and just about the subject of synchronicity, which I'm I'm absolutely fascinated with, uh, as most you know of our listeners know, um, Shadow Gov, who's been a longtime poster at forum.theparacast.com, where the question bank is uh, our place where you can ask questions of our guests. He he doesn't post very much, but he came up with an interesting kind of question. And he says, I'm currently reading Empire of the Wheel, book one, and I was wondering where you draw the line between coincidence and synchronicity. Where does one end and the other begin, or is there a line? That's just the thing. I, I hear this occasionally. It's like, oh, you know, wh- what is the difference? Well, I, I think the basic definition of synchronicity is a meaningful coincidence. Coincidence is when a friend you haven't seen in a long time, you know, you both go to Disneyland on the same day and run into each other. Oh, what a coincidence. Or you find out that each of you have a kid born on the same day. That's coincidence. But synchronicity is when you have things like, and I'll just go into this deep to make this point. For instance, uh, uh, in the San Bernardino thing, it was on the 100th anniversary of the death of one of the victims. She was a 14-year-old girl. There were 14 victims of the San Bernardino shooting. Okay, The fact that the date that was on the 100th anniversary also these things are synchronicities is when these numbers start popping up like this and more and more of them you know in this particular case that's the case is there there's just more and more of it another one for example is um and i almost hate to go into these sometimes because i guarantee you there's there's 10 guys sitting out there right now going to listen to this that are going to say oh it's bs that means nothing to me, they're like, you know, the the Wizard of Oz, ignore that man behind the curtain, or the cop saying, move along, folks, there's nothing to see here, when there clearly is. For instance, the event took place very near the major intersection right next to it, the main one, was Waterman Avenue and Orange Show Road. Okay, now, I've had somebody who's read my books who who, they saw this too. I had seen it, but they saw it too. Waterman Avenue, okay? One of the victims of the San Bernardino working was a guy named Isidore Jasseau, who died up in Baldwin Lake. He drowned in a lake, okay? There's the man who died in water, okay? You could look at Waterman Avenue as man in water, right? And then the Orange Show Road that it intersects at, okay? The girl, the 14-year-old girl, died from eating an orange that was poisoned with an unknown toxin. An orange. So Orange Show Road, Waterman Avenue, that's the intersection where the shooting took place, the nearest intersection. And here you have, in Waterman Avenue and Orange Show Road, you have pointers to two of the victims and how they died. That, just to define, you know, what's the difference between synchronicity and coincidence, there you go. The fact that there's something there that you can do that analysis, okay? This didn't happen on um, 9th Street and Arrowhead, Okay, this didn't happen on Fifth Street and Baseline. This happened essentially at Waterman Avenue and Orange Show Road. The other stuff all had to do with the 14-year-old girl who died eating a poison orange. And there it happens at Orange Show Road. What it is is the amount very often of the so-called coincidence is what pushes it over the edge into synchronicity. Now, I say this and... 
there's still going to be people that are just going to say, I don't see it. I refuse to see it. This is all BS. Well, yeah, I don't back engineering. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what? It, at that point, you just have to decide you're either choosing to recognize what's there. Now you can recognize what's there and still not put any meaning to it. That's okay. I'm not saying anyone has to put any meaning to it. I'm not saying people have to put any meaning to it that I put on it. I'm just saying, come on, folks. The numbers are there. The situation things are there. Isn't this interesting? And I know I aggravate the hell out of these guys who, by golly, they want you to tell them what to think. They want you to tell them. They, they want a firm, this is the way it is statement, so that they can either latch onto that and say, now I know what to think. Now I know what to believe. Or they can say, oh, now I have a bullet to shoot you with. I think it's an undefined disease in our culture now that people are just begging for others to come up with the type of information that they need to be able to find some sort of uh, tag that they can put their emotional sense uh, onto. It's becoming rampant. Unfortunately, people don't do the research uh, for themselves. They rely on questionable research or or good research, uh, depending on how well they vet the information that they embrace. And it's, I think it's pandemic in, in the West now with the internet. It's just an absolute cacophony. It's a kaleidoscope of just half-baked opinion couched as, as fact, and it's getting worse and worse. And the belligerence, the hair-trigger hostility. People just, there's some people, a lot of people, too many, I think, who just want to go right to the argument, right to the bickering. We're all of an age, guys, where you remember the era before I mean, my gosh, you'd watch a news program and you wouldn't see people yelling and bickering over each other, acting like, you know, high school kids. You'd never see that no. on TV. Oh my. And Walter Cronkite you know, oh, in, a, in a flame war? <laughs> that never would have happened. And now that's the norm. So what happens is you got all these generations that are growing up seeing that, and they really think that, you know, yeah, well, that's, 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 that's what business as usual. <laughs> now, one thing I want to mention here, too, about that, because I come out of broadcast news. At one mm-hmm. time, news was a public service. Mm-hmm. And then the networks and local stations realize that news can be a profit center. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you jump, you make that leap from public service to profit center. That, that aspect, Gene, has been going on since Rune Arledge was made head of uh, ABC News back in the early 70s, I think. Well, it's the eight. same thing. It's a, yeah. just a continuation of the same thing. I believe you, yeah. Because you can see, you're right, when you look through the intervening years, you see the the subtle changes and shifts so that by the time we got to the era we're in now, yeah, you're right, you can trace it. Well, you can trace and, it to six corporations that own uh, virtually 98% of the news uh, organizations and media in this country. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, look at Disney and how much, my God. And me, I'm, I'm usually the kind of guy that says, oh, you know, Disney's not that evil or whatever, but even I, I, you know, I can't deny that, you know, what the heck, look how much they own and control and how easy it would be for them to uh, just really control everything that goes Well, and manipulate editorial uh, policy and, sure, yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's get real. Anybody who watches broadcast television is being, you know, in, in a way, they're being brainwashed into uh, particular points of view, particular belief sure. systems. It's cultural programming. Marshall McLuhan pointed this out in the early 60s. Understanding media is a must-read for anybody that has problems with sure. what we're seeing in the, the age of uh, propagandized entertainment. It's just terrible. But let's agree that we do have a problem with the fourth estate. You would think would have you know some I- integrity and, and you know adhere to certain journalistic principles and that sort of thing. And, and we know that that's, that's totally uh, a bygone. Right. Let's do this break, guys. Okay. And then we'll talk about breakaway civilization. 
Okay. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just 19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV This is Dan Pillett. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpillett.com. 911, what is your emergency? There's somebody in my house. Hurry, please. A home break-in happens every 22 seconds. Homes without a security system are up to three times more vulnerable to a burglary. That's why they're Simply Safe. In an emergency, our advanced wireless technology alerts police up to 10 times faster, and your connection to emergency services can't be cut because Simply Safe doesn't rely on landlines. Simply Safe costs less than half what traditional companies charge, just $14.99 a month, and there's no commitment to an annual contract. Protect your family with the highest caliber security. Go now to simplysafedefense.com and get 10% off with free shipping and a three-year warranty. Hurry and you'll also receive a keychain remote worth $25. Try Simply Safe for a full 60 days. You'll feel confident that your family is safe or your money back. Go to simplysafedefense.com right now. Simplysafedefense.com
A lot of people's lives and bodies are out of balance. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops optimize pH level and get rid of harmful waste and acid. Just a few drops in water restores vibrance and energy and gets you back in balance. Now order two bottles and get $10 off your order. Sign up for monthly auto shipping and save 25%. Call 800-518-7615 or visit alkavision.com. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at alkavision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. All right. We're now going to break away from San Bernardino. And let's just hope we don't have more of these, but then with 360 mass shootings in the U.S. just this year, when will the other shoe drop? All right. But you notice only one this year was related to possible terrorist elements outside the country, and that's the one that gets the most publicity. What about the others? Homegrown terrorism, murder, whatever. Mental illness and people snapping. Walter Bosley, let's move on. Breakaway Civilizations, you've got a new book coming out on the subject. Give us kind of an overview of it, and then we can get into the specifics. Well, basically, uh, the subtitle says it all. Um, it's titled Origin, the 19th Century Emergence of the 20th Century Breakaway Civilizations. It is my attempt to show the evidence that these breakaway civilizations we're talking about, the, you know, we've been talking about them in terms of emerging in the post-World War II era, actually have their roots uh, farther back in history, going to as early as the 1850s in the case of, uh, you know, some of the stories and, and the lore. The, the book even goes back farther than uh, the 1850s even, and attempts to tell that story, to show the thread of how these breakaways came to be. All right, let's start with that. When we think of breakaway civilizations, most of the time when I've heard this discussion, I thought, well, this is something that is recent. Yeah, but it's not. And that's, it's not. It, it, when you look more closely, uh, it's not. A lot of people think that it emerged from the military-industrial complex in the post-World War II era. In some you know, cases, a, a Nazi origin. And, of course, with Operation Paperclip and all that, that, that it was really a Nazi-generated thing in the United States. And these military-industrial uh, corporations decided to uh, start their own secret space programs and, and that it all started then. But when you look closely, it does actually uh, trace back to the airship mysteries of the 1800s, of, of the 19th century. And when I say airship mysteries, plural, I'm not only talking about the airship mystery of the 1890s, I'm talking about the Charles Delshaw Sonora Aero Club material as well. There is a German thread that uh, connects the Sonora Aero Club issue in this organization called NIMSA to the 20th century Nazi era of secret technology. And when I look more closely at that, it just made more sense that, hey, wait a minute, you know, the Nazis had to get their ideas from somewhere. And, you know, those guys had to get their idea, the, the guys who influenced the Nazis from somewhere. And look what we have here in the lore. And what I try to do in this book is take the lore that you've heard of, 
you've heard of Del Shao and the Sonora Aero Club. You've heard of the 1890s airship mystery. Of course, you heard of all the, the lore about what the Nazis were doing. What I do is, is I'm showing how they connect and what the thread is that you can follow in a logic that shows that, hey, wait a minute, this was something that was brewing and cooking and they were moving towards, you know, over 150 years ago. So let's look at the beginning of this. Why break away from our civilization? Why have this alternative? Okay, our times are a very good, this is a very good environment in which to talk about this. We have a, a, a lot of people, uh, factions in our society right now. You could say American society, and by extension the world, is just really divisive right now, for lack of a better term. And I don't mean this in the political corporate sense. I mean this in the social cultural sense. We have special interest groups. We have this demographic that they're this way, and they want things their way, and that demographic wants things their way and such. What a breakaway civilization really does and is, is one of these groups, a group of like-minded people who say, you know, hey, we don't like this world we live in. We don't like, you know, how things are going. Gosh, we have the resources and the means to say, screw all of you and the rest of the world. We're going to establish our own civilization and just go off and do our own thing. That really, to my understanding, is really how it starts. You just got guys who either want to control the world, how they see it, and if they can't, they're going to go off and establish their own. This ultimately goes back to some sort of Germanic agenda uh, in its, I guess, its early stages or the genesis of this whole potential theoretical movement. How and when did um, this become more of a multinational effort? I mean, the obvious, the obvious answer would be after World War II and the using Joseph Farrell's uh, work, you know, the the dispensation of billions of dollars of wealth uh, that was reacquired, shall we say, and not <laughs> given back to the proper owners uh, necessarily, right. but reacquired and hidden from right. the rest of the uh, financial structure on on the planet, and and that this was the thing that really gave it a shot in the arm and really created a huge well-financed, uh, technological, an amazing right, right. Uh, technological, uh, uh, I, I'm not even sure what the word would be, I guess, uh, development, research and development. But yeah. you're saying that this, you think this ultimately was something that was started by the Germans and then it was co-opted after the war. Well, here's here's the thing. It got its tremendous modern technological boost as a result of World War II, absolutely. But what I really look at is I found evidence, and I talked about this in my book, um, Empire of the Wheel 2, Friends from Sonora, um, that actually I think there are two breakaways that we're dealing with here. The German one and uh, an American group that actually broke away from any connections that these airship guys had to uh, the German organization um, in the post-Civil War era. Now, what am I saying here? I'm not saying that there were stealth UFOs flying around you know, during the 1870s, you know, 20th, 21st century type stuff. That's ridiculous. I've never said that. I never will. What I'm saying is the trail of technological development and pursuit of certain things that we ended up with in the, the mid to late 20th century and, and today began with, in my opinion, 
these two groups, the German group and the American group, okay? We're talking very rudimentary technology here. I have a chart that I used in a recent uh, talk I gave at the Secret Space Program Conference in Austin, Texas. It's going to be in the book. And what this chart shows you is it, it kind of explains what I'm talking about here, this progression. I mean, you've got the 1850s era that I talk about, and, you know, I show what's called an arrow. Those of you familiar with Del Shao, if you're not looking up, um, it'll be in the book. This very rudimentary anti-gravity, so to speak, craft, and I compare it to the Ford Model T. Okay. Then we jump ahead 40 years to the 1890s airship mystery, and I show an example of what was described there, a little more advanced, and I compare that to a 1958 Buick. Okay, And then I show the modern mid to late 20th century flying saucer. I think I show that it's the S4 model or whatever. And I compare that with a 1985 Porsche. So you get the idea. The progression of this technology is like the progression of the automobile. You have the very rudimentary basic Model T, and then you have you know, like an automobile of the 50s, and then you jump ahead to the, the modern sports car thing. And that's what we're talking about is a technological progression you know, along those lines. Now, certainly, absolutely, World War II was a huge step forward for these breakaways. But I'm convinced that they existed, an American group and a German group, and the evidence of them, you know, is traceable to the mid-19th century. And that's what my book tries to do, is show you that progression of what they were trying to develop and what their progress uh, likely was. we got more to come with Walter Bosley and Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. As your body ages, there is a 10% decline in your ability to repair each passing decade after the age 28. By age 40, your ability to repair from demanding manual labor, exercise, or a stressful desk job has declined by 12%. By using One World Way, you supercharge your body's ability to repair and eliminate inflammation. Our unique frequency-encoded whey protein, coupled with our high-quality whey, improves your cell's ability to make protein, which is to say, repair itself. My name is Jonathan Wright, and I'm 40 years old. I recently went from a desk job to a manual labor job. Normally, I'm worn out. With energy-enhanced One World Way, I now recover so quickly that I can perform very hard work all day long. I use Energy Enhanced One World Way for breakfast and lunch, and I experience less hunger throughout the day. I have a 30% increase in energy, and I just feel better. I plan to make Energy Enhanced One World Way a permanent part of my lifestyle. Call 888-988-3325 or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorld, W-H-E-Y.com.
Hi, I'm Dr. Sam Nussbaum with the Anthem Foundation. Premature birth is the leading cause of death of babies and disabilities for children. That's why we support the March of Dimes to help mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment and outreach to help moms during their pregnancy, and give every baby a healthy start in life. Learn how you can help at marchofdimes.org. Attention all men. Are you urinating more frequently? Do you wake up to urinate? Are you having a slower, weaker stream? Don't ignore the warning signs of your aging prostate. Get your free bottle of Super Beta Prostate. Super Beta Prostate is guaranteed to support a more complete emptying of your bladder, a fuller, stronger stream, and less waking at night to urinate. Super Beta Prostate is a product that I really like. I endorse it. I use it myself. I was very pleasantly surprised that Super Beta Prostate helped me fairly quickly. Super Beta Prostate is formulated with a natural plant enzyme called beta-cytosterol. It's so powerful, you'd have to take 100 Sol Palmetto pills to get the same sterols as just one Super Beta Prostate tablet. Don't ignore the warning signs of your aging prostate. Call now to get your free bottle of Super Beta Prostate. Call 1-800-853-1203. That's 1-800-853-1203. 800-853-1203. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Loads and loads of questions from our listeners, pages oh, yeah. and pages of them. We don't have to even work this week. We'll just ask the questions that you <laughs> ask, listeners, at forum.theparacast.com and the question bank of Walter Bosley. Chris. Again, Aileen Esquire has posted a question at forum.theparacast.com where our listeners get to ask questions of our guests. And he's wondering, um, and this is a good question. Um, this goes into back engineering and all sorts of potential um, corollaries here, but he's wondering what types of modern day technologies do you suspect are the product of breakaway civilizations, or are there any that are public? Um, uh, most of it is it would be you know classified uh, technology, particularly classified aerospace technology. But I think the, some of the stuff that's uh, public that is, is, in my opinion, now um, likely a result of this uh, breakaway uh, um, technological development would be, for instance, when we read about any kind of um, anti-gravity in the form of electromagnetic type of technology that's on the B-2 bomber, for example. Um, you, can, you can tie a thread from uh, these, uh, the, the, the airship lore and specifically um, what I've identified as guys who are you know, very much involved probably with these breakaway groups of the 19th century, you can tie a thread between that technology I just mentioned associated with the B-2 bomber and 
and a guy in, in the 1890s um, who, who I talk about in the book. Um, so, yeah, because of the nature, the classified nature of these things, you can't point to a whole lot beyond, um, for instance, if you look at any of our household technology that really um, was a result of, say, things that were developed for the Apollo program, you know, or what have you, um, anything like that, I think, or, or any kind of military stuff like uh, microwave ovens, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, you know, that started microwave technology. The research into that, I think, was a Navy thing, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. You know, you, you look, what you got to do is you got to look at, at at mundane technology, if you can connect it to its origins um, being in military research, say during the World War II or the post World War II era, yeah, or patent um, holders, just simple patent a patent search. Yeah, yeah, do a patent search, that kind of thing. You can begin to see anything. I'll, I'll, I'll try to make it a little easier. Anything that has to do with so-called anti-gravity technology, um, uh, particularly from um, some type of, of chemical process. Um, or, or electromagnetics. Those are the kind of things that I tend to find traces to um, the breakaway groups yeah. within this context of, you know, the uh, the area. Well, in behavior modification and uh, mapping the human emotional response to specific microwaves, frequency and amplitude, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how about, you know, and this is, this is a question that, that I've always wondered is, if, if these guys are so omnipotent and so powerful and have all this money and have all this... Um, how would I put it? Uh, lust for power and uh, and whatnot. Why do are we not seeing um, particular individuals uh, lasting beyond their their mere mortal years? I mean, David Rockefeller is what a hundred and one now, and he's had six heart transplants, I believe. Oh, God. Uh, that's still that's still fairly conventional technology. You would think someone yeah. as powerful as a David Rockefeller would be funding all sorts of life extension, uh, you know, research, and that any sort of space, uh, you know, application of a breakaway technology would would obviously need to have people that uh, live longer. Uh, if we're still yeah. using conventional, um, you know, rocket thrust in space or nuclear sure. reactors, or whatever, but uh, you would think that the health uh, aspect of this, because these people are, you know, they, they're self-imposed, omnipotent, uh, that they would be looking at ways of, of, of lengthening uh, lifespan uh, for the power elite. Sure. So, they, well, here's the thing. That's just it. They're not that powerful. They're not omnipotent. What it is is, yeah, perhaps they've developed certain technologies in secret that are uh, more advanced than, you know, what we're told exists. But uh, that's just it. They're they're not omnipotent, um, and this is the other aspect of of um, the fact that you know I think that there are two of these groups there, and I say this in my book, and I've said it elsewhere. They're in opposition to each other. Okay, they are not friendlies. They're in opposition, and in my opinion, and I lay this out in my book, one of them is the one that wants to be totalitarian on this planet over us. And that's the German group, in my opinion, the the group that uh, actually you know is associated you know with the the German threat of this. The other one, um, I, I think they just really want to just go away somewhere else, or just want to live separately. Now, what makes them slightly Shouldn't better? You blame them. <laughs> I don't blame them. See, that's just it. Thank you for mentioning that, Chris. No, um, wait a minute. I would do the same thing. Who are these guys? And and are you know what? 
are they pan national? I mean, what are we looking at here? Are we looking at Asians? I think they became. I think they became international. The deeper we got into the 20th century, their origin was they were an American group uh, in the post Civil Wars when they really um, started pursuing certain things. And by the 1890s, um, I think the 1890s airship mysteries in the United States. This was the American group. And this will be in my book. This was the American breakaway that was, uh, you know, standing up and showing what they got. And as we got deeper into the 20th century, the American group, you know, would take people into their fold who fought like them and, you know, who, who, who qualified and could be trusted, you know. And I think their view is this. They care about us to the extent that they disagree with the bad values of their opposition, they don't, in other words, they don't want to rule over us, you know, like tyrants. They just want to go away. So they care about us to the extent that basically, you know, they don't think we should be, you know, enslaved, but, and also to the extent that they don't like the other guys. But, you know, admittedly, you know, if they could just go away completely, you know, hey, they, they did, their attitude is, in my opinion, they did it. They broke away, you know, if if you guys don't want to live under this totalitarian rule, you do something. But I think the reason yeah, the bad guys, yeah, <laughs> the bad guys, the reason our world isn't worse, actually, it could be a lot worse, folks, than it is. If, if the bad guys, so to speak, um, did not have opposition, okay, right. they would Held just be openly, yeah, they would just be openly ruling like tyrants. But they're not because they can't because they're neither one of these groups are omnipotent. All it is is they're just a little farther ahead than the civilization you and I live in daily. Okay, that's all it is. Where does the American group want to go to? Um, well, see, that's a question. Where did any of them? I mean, you know, did they want to go off to some island somewhere in the middle of the ocean and have their little, you know, James Bondian type of, you know? Well, they already have that. I'm just assuming. Yeah. Well, then let's. uh, Here's the thing. Where would you go if you had the technology to go? You'd go look at other worlds, right? I mean, I mean, I do kind of go there in the book. You have to, you know, if you're dealing with flying things and this advanced technology. The minute you get the capability to try going out there, you're going to do. It. Um, I say in the book, uh, I explore the possibility that they did do that. They went to Serpo. Apollo, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, uh, so there you go. To answer that question, I'd say the obvious answer is, you know, well, let's go check out the moon. Let's go check out Mars. Maybe, you know, whatever. Um, your guess is as good as mine when you get to that point. Uh, like I said, my book focuses on specifically that 19th century emergence and gets into a little bit into the 20th century, but I stop at, uh, you know, shortly before World War II. And this is just the beginning, neighbors. But let me tell you that we have a second radio show for you to check out. It's called After the Powercast. It's unstoppable, unpredictable. You can get that plus the ad-free version of this show. Our subscription rates are low for month-to-month, annual, five-year, and lifetime. We give free eBooks for long-term subscriptions, too. To learn more and check out our simple sign-up instructions, just pay a visit to plus.theparacast.com. Once again, plus.theparacast.com. Now, let's break away for just a couple of minutes, and then we'll talk to Walter Bosley about those other people who had enough or are trying to control us. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. 
Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. As the cold and flu season approaches, Silver Lungs is ready to help you and your family through the toughest of the year by supporting your immune system and overall health. From our best-selling colloidal silver generating system to our entire line of silver-based skin gels, nasal sprays, soaps, and silver solutions. Silver solutions remain one of nature's most powerful and least expensive antibacterial agents. Now you can produce your own for pennies a day in the comfort of your home using the breakthrough technology of the Silver Lungs Generator. Learn more today at www.silverlungs.com. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. 
so you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Walter Bosley, we're talking breakaway civilizations here, but if I'm the casual observer and I look at this and I say, okay, this is just another conspiracy theory, what do I see in the things that are going on in our current society? where we need some intervention because it's a pretty big mess. Is that their doing or are we just so good at screwing things up ourselves? We don't need any help. The answer is yes. <laughs> it's both. It's you, you've got, here's the thing. Totalitarians, they take advantage of human weakness. So uh, humanity has this, uh, uh, you know, the downside to humanity is, yeah, we have an ability to screw things up on our own in a classic way. And these totalitarian guys, they just, what they do is they take advantage of that and just pile on with their particular policies and actions. So it's actually both. I mean, a lot of the stuff, for example, that's going on in American society right now is just from plain ridiculous ignorance and stupidity. People acting like, you know, yeah, people acting like little kids you know, around the schoolyard, and and there's nothing sinister in it other than, you know, the extent of how dumb and immature people are. Um, And and how do you really feel about the American pubic? (laughs) Yeah. And and then what happens is, you know, any any totalitarian element is going to see that, and they're going to seize on that, and they're just going to take advantage of it. It's, you know, it makes, we're really making their job easier when we're so divisive and and we nitpick over every little thing, you know. I I think Um, it's by design. I think divide and conquer, and I I have a real real sense that there's a a very effective dumbing down program that's been enacted for this, uh, for the the West in general. Yeah, and, and see, what you're describing there, that's part of what I'm saying. When they take advantage of the natural situation, that's it makes it easier for them to do these mind control things. It makes it easier for them to do these little influence uh, uh, tactics. See, that's what I mean by taking advantage of the just the natural state of uh, chaos that has, has been created. And, yeah, I've, I, in print, you know, and other places, I've said that there are certain major events that I think were very likely done to get us to this state of divided chaos. Why don't you give us a list here? Of them. That's a well, good, that's good, good subject. Not, 9-11 is probably the biggest one that I can point to. Um, you know, I, I'm of the school of thought that that was a multi-leveled uh, operation within an op within an op kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sorry, I, the idea that it was some evil scheme cooked up by Bush and Cheney, I, I have to keep from laughing because the, what 9-11 one was was much bigger than something those two guys could have or would have done. Okay, so, that, so let's set that aside. The one thing also to bear in mind here is that probably they were both too incompetent 
to have done any of this. They just took advantage of it or tried to. Well, I... I, I uh, yeah. Wait a oh, minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Cheney was running five uh, Air Force uh, operations the, the same day. I mean, uh, Vigilant Guardian was one. There was oh, yeah, two was operations stuff. involving, uh, you know, hijacked airliners uh, crashing into buildings uh, in New yeah. York and in D.C. There was a drill, the, the San Bernardino uh, you know, SWAT teams had uh, drills going. Every one of these false flag events have had c- concurrent uh, the mm-hmm. Boston bombing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, they've had concurrent uh, preparedness uh, yeah, sure. drills that actually are, are a mirror image of what actually uh, occurred. Yeah, yeah. How do you okay, explain me, that? Me, That's beyond let, coincidence and synchronicity. Let, let me, to me. Of course, it's not coincidence. And let me explain it from my perspective. Um, when I was with OSI, I was uh, chief of a um, counter-espionage operations branch that gets into double agentry, and that's about the extent I can talk, you know, specifically about that. But in, here's the thing, um, when you're in that line of work, um, you know, you're dealing with uh, the reality and the possibility of moles and people that have been planted in organizations. Now, here's the thing, if I had my guy planted um, in an organization or a group, um, say within Cheney's inner circle, and he had access to he or she had access to these things you've just cited that Cheney was running and stuff like that. Um, my mole would be coming back reporting to me. Well, this is what this guy's doing. This is what he's got set up. Whatever. Now, what I'd be thinking is, okay, how can I piggyback on that, take advantage of this, and perpetrate my awful act? And because of these facts make it look make people look to that guy in other words my mole working with cheney would say hey cheney is vice president is going to be doing this that and the other blah 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 i would say okay our plan when we pull off this this uh, this atrocious act is going to be to do it in a way gosh cheney's doing these uh, exercises and models of looking at planes running into buildings we'll have planes fly into buildings okay he's doing this with with it okay we'll have guys do this and what what it will result in is the suspicious public looking at this, they're going to look at Cheney and what he was doing and say, oh, it was him, oh, it was him. When actually, it could very well have been somebody else who was aware of these exercises and these models and things like that and said, great, thanks for giving me the idea. Okay? It's like, for instance, I came on here a few minutes ago and I said, you know, I'm worried about Disneyland because it'd be very easy to get in there. Well, it'd be like a terrorist listening to us and going and attacking Disneyland, and then somebody getting on here and say, it was Bosley, it was Bosley, see, because he said he's worried about Disneyland getting attacked, and it happened. That's the same thing. Now, yeah, I'm not point saying, well taken. Yeah, you know, So, and this is what I'm talking about. It illustrates this op within an op within an op. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There were some scary things going on with our military and, and national security structure on that day, and I have long said and thought, that, yes, totally, the perpetrators had moles. Here's the story that hasn't been told, that has not been told, is as a counter-espionage guy, I'm, I, I want to know who in these government agencies was feeding information as to this exercise, that exercise, that drill, because they had to have had somebody inside there feeding the perpetrators on 9-11 this kind of information. They had to have. And it's probably a classified investigation that, you know, the implications are which that 15, 14 years later, we haven't heard anything about this angle at all. 
we hear all the conspiracy theories about Bush and Cheney, but you know. Well, uh, well, here's one for you: Seymour Stein, of course, who uh, put a uh, terrorism uh, clause in his insurance policy shortly before the World Trade Centers were brought down, probably to eliminate them having to be taken down because of asbestos. That's my own personal feeling. Um, Not to mention uh, World Trade Center number seven, which 80% of the American population doesn't even know fell, 47-story building. Um, But here's an interesting one. Seymour Stein just bought, I think, what was it, the Sears Tower in Chicago? Uh Uh-oh. I would think if somebody uh, is working in that building, <laughs> I'd be looking for a new job. Attention on, on Mr. Stein, uh, the one who who famously was uh, you know recorded saying, "Oh, you might as well pull it," talking about World Trade Center number seven, and I think less than an hour later, the building came down in its own footprint in six seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Building Seven. That's yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, that the 14th floor where the fire supposedly started was the second largest CIA outpost outside of Langley. It was the uh, where the S uh, Securities and Exchange Commission yeah, the uh, criminal uh, uh, investigation files were kept, especially on Enron. Sure. And also yeah. Giuliani's uh, emergency preparedness headquarters, his uh, command bunker. Uh, yeah, I, I, talk I, I about synchronicity. So, so much multi-level um, activity with 9-11 that, you know, a, a bunch of people had some of their nefarious stuff covered by, you know, the destruction of certain material. And, you know, the whatever point was uh, trying to be made was made. Um, it, it, and that's why I identify 9-11 as uh, one of those events. I think it's possible um, to name another event. I think it's possible that the 1986 uh, Challenger shuttle disaster was uh, sabotage. For, for what just to slow the U.S. down and to to steal some of our prestige. Well, well I mean, that was it, our it, first it, major in-flight space accident. Well, it, this was now. Remember, I'm coming at the angle that um, you know a, a major aspect of these events is to um, inject uh, uh, negative psychological magic, as it were, into the psyche of the public of the nation. And think about it in in 1986. Um, for the longest time, it, you know, through, through the NASA program, through Apollo and stuff, we were going through a tumultuous period where really about the only thing Americans had to look to that, that we could have some national pride in was our space program, right? I mean, it seemed like, you know, we, we did that right. And to strike, Well, there were millions and millions of Americans that were looking forward to the, uh, the promised impact of trickle-down economics. Uh, and we were six years into uh, eight years of a Reagan presidency yeah, at that point. Yeah, and, and, and the one thing that we, uh, you know, could all say, hey, well, at least our space program, we're still, you know, we're still number one, you know, out in space. And so it, it was natural. Well, you know, let's hit them here. We've got to do our break. Let's hit this announcement okay. here. Walter Bosley with Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. 
So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. My name is Bill Bonner, and I have an important message. Right now, the highest levels of government are struggling against an inevitable crisis, but they're about to lose control. When this happens, it will rip our country apart in ways you never imagined, from where we shop to the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. A few years ago, I warned that the housing prices would collapse. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash, and they did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. I've posted a free video at disappearingdollar.com. Maybe you'll disagree with my conclusions, but first, you need to watch this video and see the facts for yourself. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Oh, boy. What can I say? Okay, so was the assassination of John Lennon also due to a breakaway civilization's action because he had such an influence on our society? I've not really looked at Lennon's assassination that closely. I do think there's strangeness with it. Don't get me wrong. I I don't disagree. You want to hear the strangest thing? What's that? Uh, uh, Mark David Chapman was hired uh, by John Hinckley's dad, who was the head of the World... Was it the the Florida-based um, charity organization that he ran, John Hinckley Sr., uh, actually hired Mark David Chapman as uh, one of his, his uh, missionaries oh, for, for the organization. I just figured I'd throw that out there. Wow, that's – what do you say about that? That's, of course, we, yeah, we all know that John Hinckley was uh, – his son was uh, – the alleged assassin or attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan uh, soon after right. he became president in eighty, and uh, and it's interesting, of course, that um, Hinckley Senior also had just recently sold uh, thirty million dollars worth of dry oil wells to George Herbert Walker Bush, who uh, happened to be vice president at the time. <laughs> um, yeah, but but yeah. We won't, oh. I don't want to go down those roads. They're just they're too coincidental. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the thing. I tie in um, Empire of the Will 3, the nameless ones. I, I have a list of these events we're talking about. And I see where there are interesting thematic ties between the Challenger shuttle disaster or sabotage, as I propose, theoretically, and the JFK assassination. Now, JFK is famously the president who kicked us off on, you know, going to the moon. And, you know, he's really, you know, one of the symbols of going to the moon, that kind of thing that, that built us up as a, as a nation during the so-called Cold War and, and all that. To attack us, to sabotage one of the shuttles so publicly as, as that was done, as I think, 
to me, that was an extension of the JFK assassination. In other words, it was the, the final nail in his coffin. Look, here's his legacy, his greatest legacy to the nation, you know, being this, let's go to the moon and, and look what it did for our national pride and our, our national psyche. It was a good thing. Here's our final strike, the guy. We're putting a nail in the coffin. We're killing We're We're hitting his legacy. And it really was a blow, you know, to our whole you know, because we hadn't had something like that since Grissom, Chafee, and White died on the launch pad in the early Apollo age. But, uh, you know, that now we're getting back into, you know, the strange, you know, almost synchronicitous type thematic stuff. And, and yeah, I do think I do think that there's some group that was orchestrating that. Big question that is also so difficult to handle. How do we prove that? How do we prove there was sabotage with that shuttle disaster it was sabotage with any of these events it's like trying to identify who the zodiac killer was you're not going to do it the farther you get away from the event here's the thing the sabotage could have very well have had to do with that o-ring so you know the morton thigh call o-ring issue that that's that's valid but you know i would say that the sabotage was likely with the o-ring and that was destroyed. So, you know, you're not going to, uh, as far as the evidence to prove the sabotage, ain't going to happen unless you were to have someone come forth and, and say, I did it, or I know who did it, and here's the proof, the evidence. That's the thing, and that's kind of what they count on, is, you know, destroy the evidence within the act. With time, less and less people care. It gets harder and harder to, to prove these things. So they have that on their side. No. Yeah, I, I, I see the rationale there. You know, time marches on and uh, feelings fade, you know. Mm-hmm. And then young people who are being dumbed down to begin with, uh, mm-hmm. they, I bet you there's a sizable percentage of them that don't even know what the challenger was. That's right. That's right, you know. Um, so, you know, it's all it's all relative and all the same things tend to come back, you know, in a circle where, you know, subsequent generations you know, have to have to relearn certain things that the previous generations are screaming and yelling about. And, uh, it, you know, it's just life goes on. Well, one of our, our good posters, uh, he, he always posts good questions here at forum.theparacast.com where our readers and forum participants can ask questions of our guests. And this is Technomage. And he's asking if you are aware of any well-known people that could be identified as belonging to one of these breakaway civilizations, or is that even even possible to uh, even attempt to do that? Well, what I attempt to do in the book is identify, certainly identify um, historical figures and people from history. And the difference being, you know, historical figures implies famous, well-known, you know, and then people from history, maybe lesser-known folks. It's easier to look back and say, hey, you know, there's this guy, there's that guy, and these guys were probably connected with this. But the nature of these breakaways is that they are very secretive. And that's part of the criteria for being brought into them, is you have to be the kind of person that, you know, does not want the uh, the, the, the spotlight on you. You know, you don't want to be known. And that's what they're, and I think particularly as we got farther into the 20th century, that became even more of a requirement. That's not to say that there aren't famous people that you can point to that are aware. For instance, I would say a guy like 
and this is just completely out of my hat, you know, to answer the question, to give an example. Um, if I were to guess, my opinion is a guy like Bill Gates would probably be more aware of what the deal is with the, you know, breakaways than you or I would, simply because, you know, he's this giant in his industry that is so critical to everything. You know, well, I think he's the richest, uh, one of the richest people on the planet. I think the guy in Mexico yeah. is the richest. But at one point, he was a trillionaire, which not many people can say. How, right. how uh, large and extensive and how um, in-depth do you think his intelligence uh, arm is? Do you think he has a, you know, a, a bureau of, of Gates intelligence that goes around uh, digging into things here and there? With that kind of money, you could fund uh, any sort of, yeah. of intelligence here's the, operation. Here's the thing. The fact that you and I both know that all of us know that he could have that implies that it's likely he has something like that to some degree. I'd be surprised if he doesn't have his, you know, little research unit. I'd be extremely disappointed. <laughs> yeah, come on. If I had his resources, I'd have a whole team of people swarming over all these issues that I'd want to know more about. You know, the kind of things where we three and your listeners are interested in. And if I had his resources, I'd be out there with my guys crawling all over these ancient sites and, you know, these sites where, you know, strange things happen, you know, like in your neck of the woods. I mean, you know, kind of like what, uh, what's his name, you know, was supposedly going to do with the, uh, the Skywalker ranch, you know, he had the resources going to do all the Skinwalker. Stuff. Well, yeah. Yeah. Robert Bigelow. Skinwalker. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and Lawrence Skinwalker. Rockefeller. I mean, I, I, you know, I had the uh, kind of just weird misfortune to uh, spend two days with him and, 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 you know, really picked his brain on all kinds of subjects, including uh, the idea of, of, I didn't call it a breakaway civilization. The term really hadn't been coined yet, but, but I talked to him about, you know, the, the, the cabal, the ruling cabal and any sort of uh, secret arrangements that they have to run things on the planet. And of course his, his answer he, he gave me with a chuckle is, if you think that, you know, you know, we're busy guys, and if you think we could even uh, agree on a place to meet and, and, a, and have a time frame that would work, let alone even agree on what to talk about, you know, you're sadly mistaken. And, I, of course, I didn't believe him, but, but I thought it was a very uh, – it was an interesting response uh, uh, to, the, uh, <laughs> to the question. And then when I asked him, if his, you know, why everybody on, on this new thing called the Internet thinks his little brother David is the Antichrist, he almost died from apoplexy from laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> and, and my meeting with him was over, and I, I, I went home. I thought I killed him uh, inadvertently with a joke. Um, well, a I know a lot of jokes that I tell kill people, <laughs> and that's why I don't tell jokes very often. Let's just continue. Uh, Obviously, we're making people apoplectic here, probably because he knew too much. <laughs> We've got Walter Bosley talking about breakaway civilizations with three more segments. Let me tell you that we have a second radio show for you to check out. It's called After the Powercast. It's unbridled, unpredictable. You can get that plus the ad-free version of this show. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, 
head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and Body Extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. With a new year coming, it's time for a new way to look at weapon storage. Safes can't be accessed quickly and racks are unsafe for children. Covert cabinets are the next level in home defense. They fit seamlessly into any home's decor and they provide quick access to firearms while keeping them uniquely hidden. Covert cabinets, the ideal hidden storage solution. Custom made in the USA. Covert cabinets are an elegant and practical alternative to the bulky and obvious storage systems of the past. Find out more at covertcabinets.com. That's covertcabinets.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com.
So is Chris O'Brien from A Breakaway Civilization? Walter Bosley, what is the end game here? What's really going on? What is the goal of this breakaway civilization, both of them? What is? What are their goals? Is it really and truly to take us over? This would be the great time to do it. Sure, and we might we might very well be in in the era where that's being you know they're working towards that. Uh, we've already been taken over by ourselves by our ignorance and stupidity. I mean, it's it's yeah. Well, to but be, now it's, it's you know, an organization an organization wants to come in as the property managers, so to speak. Here's the thing: both groups want the same thing. They want a world created in their vision that uh, as they see fit. Now, one of them just wants to go somewhere else to do it, I think. The other one, in my opinion, just wants to make this world molded within their vision for their own benefit now. You know, they these are the guys who, uh, you know, see us as the, the useless, what do they say, the useless eaters or whatever, and the so-called slave labor for, for their world, to, to put it dramatically. And these are the ones who are pushing uh, globalism. These are the ones who, you know, are pushing whatever um, corrals us into uh, just going along uh, to, to get along. And I know that sounds the opposite of us complaining about how everything's divisive. That's another discussion. In their pursuit for a, a very similar thing, um, they're they're going about it in very different ways, and one of those is bad for us, um, you know. And I, I it really, it just comes down to the age old, you know. They want to rule the world. They want to rule their own world, and that it's the oldest story. That's really what it is. They want to rule their own world. They want to set themselves up as as gods of their own realm. It looks to me like it wouldn't be too hard, though. Well, think about it. What is it that said, was it Asimov or whoever, or Clark, that said any sufficient technology would be like magic? You know, traditionally, what do the the gods have at their beck and call at their fingertips? Magic, so to speak, whether it's technology or, or real hocus pocus kind of doesn't matter as long as you've got it. And, you know, so in a, in a sense, that's what these guys are hoping to do with this advanced technology, is to make themselves gods. This leads us into the whole discussion on transhumanism and what the real goal is there. And that leads back to Chris's comment about, well, why don't they do something with medical technology where they can live forever? Well, my friend, through transhumanism, that's exactly what they're pursuing. It's the ultimate, the idea is to transfer the human consciousness and awareness from one body to the next. Uh-huh. Man, could you so imagine you Dick, don't Dick, Cheney, Dick Cheney being they, put into a robot or some young kid? Oh, my there's God. Worse, there's worse guys than him. But um, uh, that's the thing is you don't need to make your body live forever and ever. You just use a body for its natural span, and then you move into another body. You know, and I'm not the only one. You know, this idea isn't original with me, but that's my understanding from talking with, you know, people that have really delved into this and, and pointed things out that, you know, that's why they're pursuing transhumanist technologies. You yeah, know, that's that's um, truly frightening. I mean, evil incarnate well, for literally potentially forever is, is just it's, it's too much for my poor feeble brain to handle. Well, you got to remember this. It's not just the evil guys who are likely 
pursuing this and taking advantage of it. There's probably what we'd call good guys out there that are also pursuing this too. You know, here's the thing. This idea of good and evil and rotten people and, and you know, right people, uh, good people, you know. Yeah, it's all relative. This, this has gone on since time began and it will continue to go on. We're always going to have that. And that's why we always have to watch out for the people with their hands on the controls of civilization. You know, that's why we have to watch our backs. That's why we got to remind them that, you know, if they get too far out of line, they'll be yanked out, you know. Well, here's a question from Sue, who's been a poster at forum.theparacast.com, the question bank, where she uh, pops up every now and then and asks questions of our guests, just like you can if you sign up at forum.theparacast.com. And she's wondering if you're familiar with Mac Tony's work on crypto terrestrials, which I know you are. And if so, what's your opinion of it? Does it fit in or does it diverge from your own work? Actually, yeah, not only am I familiar with it, but anytime you see him, I think in one, maybe two of his books, but definitely one, he tells a story about from an author named E.A. Guest. Well, that's me. That's my pseudonym that I used when I had sensitive employment in the early 2000s. Walter Bosley couldn't be out there as a writer, so I used that pseudonym, E.A. Guest. I started using it for fiction, and then I used it for nonfiction articles. Well, uh, that's me. I am E.A. Guest, and in in the stuff he's talking about in his crypto-terrestrials work that has to do with, you know, the subterranean civilizations. That's my father's account to me that he told over the course of years of his experience with that stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure I never met Mac. I never met him. Friends of mine, Greg Bishop, of course, as you know, and Paul Kimlin, and they, they knew Mac. And so I think I like his work. I, I like where he was going and what he was pointing out and any connection to, you know, the breakaway civilizations would have been in the form of knowledge and contact with, you know, crypto terrestrials, so to speak, because naturally, particularly as we got into the 20th century and the technology advanced, you advance certain technologies and you start poking around in places you're going to encounter whoever and whatever's there. So I right, think and you would think they would side with the the more benevolent parties as opposed to the, the I would the, hope the gung ho totalitarian types, which uh, I would hope you would, I would hope. hope. Here's <laughs> Me too. Here's the problem with that is we have in our lore and legends, and and if you want to get a clue about you know certain things, the history of them, you kind of have to look at legends and mythology and dig out maybe the possibility of what the nugget of truth is in that right, and, or that grain of sand that you know grew into the pearl that we end up with, whether it's pearl of wisdom or nonsense. Here's the thing. We have legends and lore of these fallen beings who were, you know, allegedly imprisoned in this dark underworld, right? And it's in all these cultures. Well, here's the thing. There might be, let's say, for instance, crypto-terrestrials who are, you know, in a subterranean world that aren't nice guys that actually would look at this breakaway, this dark breakaway, and say, yeah, yeah, you guys, you're right in line with our thinking and, you know, would do anything they could within their power to assist these totalitarian guys. So that's the thing. I'm not one who says just because I don't think all the crypto terrestrials or the extraterrestrials are, are, there's a lot of people think they're all good. I think, um, I think that's a mistake. I think some of them are good. Some are bad, just like us. I would think that they, they've been fairly laissez faire. They, they've kept their hands at least, you know, in outward appearance, they've, they've, they've really kept a low profile and have not really yeah. become involved unless they're the ones doing the abductions and, and creating hubrids to uh, to come to David, David Jacobs' house and give him nightmares. 
Well, here's the thing. I think some of them are doing bad things. Some of them, you know, probably want nothing to do with us, not in an evil sense. But, yeah, they just want to do their own thing, and uh, like the one breakaway. And uh, maybe some of them, you know, are willing to help us. That's the thing is they have, I think, in the end, you can find as much moral or ethical diversity of intention between crypto-terrestrials, extraterrestrials, interdimensionals, or whatever, as you can humanity. <laughs> as um, above, so below. <laughs> yeah, and you know, some people point to well, any any civilization that has advanced their technology to travel the stars must have conquered you know belligerence and baloney. I mean, look at our technological advances that were done to make war. No more wars, never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, with, right. In the perfect world, with Gene and Chris, you're in the burgers. <laughs> are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 Pain Relief Hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait you can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. My name is Bill Bonner, and I have an important message. Right now, the highest levels of government are struggling against an inevitable crisis, but they're about to lose control. When this happens, it will rip our country apart in ways you never imagined. 
from where we shop to the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. A few years ago, I warned that the housing prices would collapse. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash, and they did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. I've posted a free video at disappearingdollar.com. Maybe you'll disagree with my conclusions, but first you need to watch this video and see the facts for yourself. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? So, make love, not war. Those who say that, we're doomed. <laughs> I'm going to love you to death. Mm-hmm. It's just so much and nonsense you can pick up here. On that one. I'll tell you what, the way things are going now, you have to think that those who want to take us over, they are succeeding beyond their wildest dreams. They just have to sit back and let it happen. Yeah, right now it sure does seem like that. I would agree. I mean, who would want to take over this dysfunctional, misogynist, primitive, violent place? I think that we're the virus and that they're interested in the, the biodiversity and the wonderful uh, you know, quality of millions of species in the life of this wonderful, giant uh, terrarium, sure. you know. That's the thing, on our level, all this dysfunction, uh, that's on our level. On their level, you know, they live at a different level. They don't deal with those things because in their little world, those things are uh, uh, significantly reduced, if not suppressed. So they don't have to worry about it. Chris, how are we doing from the question department? We're pretty much uh, done with the questions. All right. There's one here from ShadowGov on a scale of 1 to 10. Where is 1? is the uh, secret space programs, and 10 is an Ascension-style breakaway civilization. Where do you think we are today? I'm really not sure what that question means. Yeah, is that that like a... And uh, what what do they mean by Ascension? Like like Ascended Masters uh, spiritual thing, or is that a reference I'm just... Well, it's. I think he's talking about the miniseries Ascension, which uh, is a, oh. a a generational ship that was sent off into space uh, allegedly, and but it really wasn't. It was a giant societal experiment, and the people aboard th- think that they're in space, and they're really not. If that's a show that I'm I'm thinking of, um, uh, I think where we're at is. Um, I think where we're at is if we're if 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 I and the others who look at this. By the way, Richard Dolan is the one who first coined the phrase "breakaway civilization." For those who want to know the uh, strict definition, and you know, go to his website. I think he's got the definition there. But um, uh, you know, you've got a couple of these breakaways. If if they indeed do exist, um, 
they have technology that's basically what we would call a century ahead of ours, somewhere between 50 to 100 years ahead of, of the most advanced we're aware of. And, you know, they're able to do some really cool things, but I don't think they're so far ahead of us that um, we wouldn't easily recognize them if we saw them. It, it, it's, it's, I, I don't think they're as far of, they're of course not as far as they'd like to be, but, um, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, are they, are, are they likely on the moon, on Mars, that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think they easily have done that a while back. Um, but, uh, as far as being able to transfer their consciousness into a robot body or this other trans, no, 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 I, I, they're working towards these things, but I don't think they've made a practical, a practical daily use of some of these more far out aspects of what they're pursuing. Um, they're still progressing, um, you know, all right, let's look at the th- question of the secret space program for a moment okay so it's your contention that possibly they are on mars but as far as nasa is concerned we're talking about 2030 or 2035 (laughs) so we're saying the breakaway civilization is maybe 20 years or more ahead of us no more more i I don't i I don't know about you but i quit paying attention to nasa a, a while back that's a propaganda thing that you know um you know nasa for me has lost you know credibility and 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 such and um you know yeah maybe nasa isn't going planning on going there till till 2030 that that's nice but um yeah i the breakaways they do their own thing See that's the nature of it. I don't think some people say, "Well, you got to look at the you got to look at the accounting for NASA and stuff and, and the Department of Defense." Uh, no, you don't, in my opinion, uh, because the very nature of the breakaway, by definition, is they're doing their own thing. They're not. Uh, they, I mean, for a while, you could look at those things. Yeah, during the military-industrial complex, you know, era when they first, you know, post World War II era, you could probably look at those things, you know, for clues. But, but uh, you know, they can do their own thing. And if they can go to Mars, they're not going to wait for NASA, you know. Um, so, uh, to me, NASA's in this discussion within the context of this discussion, NASA became a non-player a long time ago. Well, do you think the the fact that NASA has not gone back to the moon may d- maybe due uh, to being warned off by the breakaway civilization that's already busily mining helium three and and uh, other uh, <laughs> minerals and resources from the moon? I mean, it's if, if pure not, conjecture. If not, yeah, if not warned off, I'd say there's just an agreement there. Okay, yeah, we have no reason to, you know, it's like, hey, uh, these guys, this is. They're doing their thing up there. Anything you would do, and we'll give you the data. I think there's probably data sharing, you know, to the extent that it's determined NASA needs, um, you know, for their what they do legitimately. Um, I would say there's data sharing. It's not some evil nefarious thing. It's just you know, hey, you know, this is this particular thing will provide you with the info and material that you need from this, but. We're doing it. Um, well, to, to the average person, the that's that's still kind of a little, a little bit outside the, uh, you know, the realm of of, of disbelief. Uh, sure. But it would a make lot a lot more sense than person. aliens aliens being up there and, and and scaring us off or something. 
Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. You bring up the average person, and not to be disrespectful to anybody, but you know, here's here's the thing I've noticed, particularly since I've been writing in this world of stuff like we talk about, is you know, the average person will say, "Oh, that's ridiculous," but then you hear what they don't think is ridiculous and what they do believe in, and you have to say, "Well, uh, okay." <laughs> so I'm going to take your criticism with a grain of salt, regular guy, because you know, but um, uh, and and that's the thing. They take advantage of the average person in conventional wisdom. And they say, well, hey, the beauty is the average person isn't going to buy that we're up here anyway. This is great. You know, and again, that's part of the look at the natural course of things, look at natural human behavior and, you know, uh, uh, cloak yourself in the the weaknesses and fallacies of that natural human uh, behavior. They can almost hide in plain sight because there's enough average guys out there that just refuse to choose not to believe something or even consider something. You look at some of the polls that have been conducted, Walter, of -hmm. different belief systems. Uh And I won't mention too many things except, was the president of the United States born in America? And one political party, I think, what, half doesn't believe that. Now, how could you actually believe that? You can say anything you want about this guy. You can say he's a corporate tool. He's the worst president ever. Mm-hmm. But, but wait a minute. I The day that Hawaii released his birth certificate, I downloaded it and found out that it was a layered Photoshop document. And the important lines that, um, you know, on the birth certificate uh, appeared to have been manipulated. And then an hour later, it was, um, you know, they flattened the image and there was no longer a layered version. But it was obvious to me. <laughs> I mean... Talk about, you know, uh, I don't know, um, but ugly, stupid, I think would be the, the only <laughs> thing I could think of to put a layered Photoshop document in a in a press release. Um, of course, it may also be that the process of scanning created the layers. I'm not going to say. I'm just going to suggest that, you know, if this guy didn't get elected president, we would have had maybe Hillary Clinton as president. And in that particular, okay. particular case, would things have been all that different? Probably not. Go check plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com to learn about our second radio show after the Paracast, the ad-free version of this show with more features being added. We want you to subscribe before Christmas. How about that? That's a goal. Go to plus.theparacast.com. One more segment with Walter Bosley, How Time Flies. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. If you're like me, you're concerned about the stock market and the economy. You're asking the questions, but it just doesn't seem that you're getting the right answers. Well, my friends at the Wealth Preservation Institute not only have the answers, but they've put together a free report, How to Survive the Upcoming Economic Collapse and Protect Your 401Ks, IRA Savings and Retirement Income. Don't hesitate. This report's for free for a limited time by calling 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. Take back your financial lives today. My dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Well, when you were talking earlier about breakaway civilizations, Walter Bosley, just one thing occurred to me because we got into the discussion of the crypto terrestrials. 
the book yeah. written by the late Mac Tonys, who was on the show a few times. You can check it in the archives. We've got all the mm-hmm. shows up there still. I thought, okay, Deros and Tiros. Evil under Earth beings being Deros. Yeah. The nice guys mm-hmm. being Tiros. Now, obviously, we trace that back to the works of Richard Shaver and Ray Palmer. But doesn't that go back to older writings that may have something to do with the breakaway civilizations? Sure. It, it, it goes back to some of your old tradition and lore of places like Shambhala, you know, the, uh, the subterranean, some people say, you know, hollow earth uh, realm where the uh, king of the world or Rex Mundi rules over his civilization. And, you know, it's connected to, you know, the idea that it, part of that whole lore is that he will, he and his army will emerge to lead or take over the world. There will be this big conflict, blah, blah, blah. But they're there and they, uh, they influence us and how, you know, the, the, uh, the masters of Shambhala, so to speak, have influenced, you know, like the ancient Tibetans and such. And that there's these tunnels that connect to their, their subterranean world, you know, leading from Tibet and South America. Yeah, it, it, this stuff's been out there, you know, for a long time. And, um, you know, it's probably where Shaver, you know, uh, w- what Shaver was influenced by. Um, if he didn't actually encounter some of what he said, you know, um, I, I leave it to the individual to decide for themselves. And yeah, I know there's people out there who hate that too, but <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not, I never tell people what to think, you know, or believe I make, you know, I say, Hey, decide for yourself. But, uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's, there's, there's legends all over the world. You have the moon faced white, white skinned moon faced people, yeah. uh, chased underground by the Cherokee, uh-huh. Uh, you, you could go down the list, uh, continent by continent, of all the myths and legends that that talk right. about uh, a an advanced uh, form of of human or, or humanoid mm-hmm. that has been chased underground by encroaching uh, Aboriginal peoples. Yes, and you know these these are very often connected to you know lost civilizations. I get into that a little bit in my new book. You know, you kind of have to because um, uh, what I think we're dealing with with the breakaways that I write about is they got their hands on very old information that was passed down, you know, by organizations that had come into possession of this kind of information, like like the Templars when in the Fourth Crusade when they sacked Constantinople. You know, that included the Imperial Library. Well, we know the Imperial Library ended up with a lot of stuff from the Library of Alexandria. The tradition, the history with the Library of Alexandria is that it had, you know, it, it's rumored to have had all the technological knowledge of the world, you know, leading up to the time it was destroyed. The library was destroyed. That we lost a lot of stuff, and, and really the, the Renaissance, our Renaissance era, was kind of the rediscovery, you know, by definition of some of the things that had been known thousands of years ago. This is, this is the theory I subscribe to. That is connected with these stories of these uh, hidden races, uh, lost civilizations in the underground and such. It's all connected. And therefore, it connects, If, as I'm arguing, these breakaways drew some of their knowledge from this lost technology of forgotten civilizations, then at some point, you know, they were possibly dealing with representatives of said civilizations. And there we venture into an area where, you know, yeah, there's people out there that just don't want to go there. They don't want to hear this. It's all nonsense to them. Okay, Um, so is it either ancient civilizations or interactions with E.T., ancient astronauts, or a combination of uh, both? Okay, 
Oh yeah, I forgot. We're we're all about aliens. It must be aliens. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. The farther you go back, and my book goes into this in the very beginning, the farther you go back, okay, what's available in the lore, you cannot help but find a, a so an extraterrestrial connection, and I say extraterrestrial with a small e, because these very human beings that that came down and set themselves up as gods, they're very often described as coming from the sky. Okay? So by default, by default, they are extraterrestrial. And this influence, and yeah, they brought technology with them. We know the, I get into the story of the fallen angels and then, and the specific technologies they taught humanity. Okay? So by default, there is an extraterrestrial connection way back. Assumption. Yeah, but at some point early on, humanity, armed with this new knowledge, they kind of started doing their own thing and took over the development so that effectively for our times, okay, it's really the result of ancient human knowledge, not reverse engineering of some, of some alien thing that crashed, you know, in the 40s. This is stuff that it goes back to ancient human knowledge and technology that is so-called lost technology of the so-called forgotten civilizations, which your mystery schools and your secret societies and stuff, various ones, were privy to. Uh, not just the what people think are nefarious, the secret societies, but you know the guys who founded the Royal Society were not the technician scientists who run it today. The technician scientists who took over the Royal Society did that in 1830. Prior to that, these guys were all philosopher scientists. As you know, uh, Isaac Newton was every bit as much an alchemist, alchemist as he was yeah. an astronomer. Yeah. Okay, he Robert, spent more Robert, time on alchemy than he did on um, you know Newtonian. Yeah, and Sir Robert Moray, who founded the Royal Society, all the guys he founded it with, most of these guys were Freemasons, and if you weren't a Freemason back then when they founded it, they went ahead and brought you into a lodge, because they were operating with what the Freemasons of the time knew about the lost ancient technology, because remember, the Templars ended up in Scotland, okay, where modern Freemasonry began, and that's where Moray was from, okay, and the Templars in the Fourth Crusade, going back to sacking Constantinople, they got their hands on this lost ancient knowledge that had survived the destruction of the Library of Alexandria. By Christians. Yes, by Christians, and there were various sackings of Library of Alexandria. There were three, but who's counting? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and all of them got in on the act. All the ignorant morons got in on the act. But the thing is, the mm-hmm. Templars came away. Part of their secret information and treasure was what they sacked in Constantinople. And that included maps and knowledge of the New World, the, the North and South America, and on and on and so forth. So, I mean, you know, you had groups like the, you know, the inner core of the Royal Society in pre-1830, before the bean-counting weenies took over, because um, they hated the alchemists basically because the alchemists knew a lot more than they ever would. But um, that's another story, uh, and not like I have an opinion on that or anything. You know, it, these kind of groups, they they had access to this stuff, and there is a Freemasonic thread running through the Delshaw Sonora Aero Club and yeah. in the airship material. Yeah. So there you go. If you can show a connection to the secret societies and such, and you can say that the secret societies had possession of this ancient lost technology, and then here it starts popping up in the airship mysteries of the 19th century, on and on so forth, you see that there's a human thread, not an ET thread. And I know that's going to make me not very popular with some people, but oh well, I'm already there. Hey, we got to wrap it up here, Walter. Okay. All right. Tell our listeners, please, where they can find more of the stuff that you do. 
more of my stuff can be found at Amazon.com on Kindle. Just look up Empire of the Wheel or uh, Secret Missions. Just look up my name. And also, if you prefer, printed at Lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com. Just look up my name. You'll see my books. Oh, my blog, empireofthewheel.blogspot.com. And you'll see that sometimes I have a bunch of posts. Sometimes I go a few weeks without a post, but it is a And when you click on Walter Bosley's name on theparacast.com, you go to his blog. We take you there directly. You can find us on Twitter, where we're known as The Paracast. Look for The Paracast on Twitter. Look for two Paracast fan clubs on Facebook. How about them apples? We also have another radio show. It's called After The Paracast. It's part of our premium package called the Powercast Plus. Includes the ad-free version of this show. We're adding show templates, and Chris is working like a busy bee to get that first video up. We've Go got ahead. eleven hours for my download here. Oh boy! <laughs> Plus dot thepowercast dot com. P L U S dot thepowercast dot com. Check out our low subscription rates for a month to month basis, annual, five years, lifetime. What a way to go. Plus.theparacast.com and go to Chris's site, OurStrangePlanet.com that I just put under Cloudflare because I wanted him to get the safest environment free from internet attackers. Walter Bosley, thanks for joining us on the Paracast. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate being here. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. <laughs>